Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Triggered Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcasts. You might also be watching us on YouTube. Hey, give us a like and definitely subscribe if that is the case. So let's get into it. What is today's episode going to be about? It is the first episode of February and February is, as many of us know, full of love and romance, which means for many of us, it's full of triggers around love and romance. So in lieu of focusing on romantic love right now for this episode, my friend, I want to invite you to explore what would it be like if you loved yourself first? If you focused on your relationship with yourself first. And I know that a lot of people are going to say out there, Nina, that's self-centered. Nina, I can't focus on me. I have to focus on my friends, my family, my children, my job, my fill in the blank with something else that is not you. And I want to challenge that today. I want to invite you to lean into your triggers around being able to put yourself at the center of your own world. So that is what we're going to be exploring today. If that is of any interest to you on your empowered human journey, definitely listen in, grab a good friend to dialogue with about what comes up for you in this episode. If you're more of a Nina, I want a journal person, grab you that journal right now. Okay. We are going to be exploring, of course, putting you at the center of your world and being able to love yourself While we are doing this, we won't be able to focus on every facet of this, right? But we are going to explore at least one. So have your journal and your friend on hand. And you know that now I am so, so curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. All right, let's go ahead and take that breath in. Mm. As we get ready to focus, my friends, on loving yourself and being able to put yourself at the center. So story time. I'd love to open with some imagery for you all. So I want you to walk with me on this journey. The imagery in the story that I'm going to offer you today begins with a pond. I want you to imagine that you are standing at the edge of a pond. It can be light outside. It could be dark outside. However it is, let it be a little cozy for you. And you have a stone in your hand and you take a minute and you breathe into that stone. Everything that you hope is at the center of your world. Everything that you value, your hopes, your dreams, your relationships, so on and so forth. And you inhale it on up and you cast it out into the abyss, so to speak. And it hits the water and it sinks down to the bottom and it finds its grounded, settled, nestled place eventually after much maneuvering. But at the top of the water is where I want us to think about and focus on because from where you have dropped it in, it is rippling out. There 
is this massive effective ripple out. What happens at the center ripples out. That is the first idea that I want you to write down in your journal today. Whatever is at the center will be rippling out. So I'm going to give you another metaphor. Imagery-wise, although this one is much more literal, um, I want you to think about Saturn, the planet Saturn. Yes, we're going to get a little celestial today, okay? The planet Saturn has very particular rings around it. Those rings orbit around Saturn in a very particular way. They don't get to just decide what is happening. What is happening at the center of Saturn is what decides how far, fast, right? Um, Wide apart, those rings are going to be on any given day. And I am vastly oversimplifying this just so we're clear, but what is at the center is rippling out. It affects how things are being held relative to that planet, okay? I've given you two images now, and now I want you to think about your life. When we focus on what is at the center, unintentionally, keeping something there that may not be benefiting us, that is still what's rippling out. So here's why this is important. If you are the individual who has decided that your toxic relationship has to be at the center of your world, that if you just worked harder on it, that if you just sacrificed yourself more, that if you just give and give and give, that that is what will eventually ripple. It'll change. It'll shift. And then it'll ripple out the way that you want it to. What if we looked at the reality that what ends up happening when that toxic relationship is at the center of your world is that that's what's rippling out. That toxicity, it may be affecting the way that you show up for yourself in your relationship with your friends, in your relationship with your family, and in the world at large. Why? Because whatever is at the center of your world is what will inevitably be rippling out, my friend. We're going to keep going with this. Nina, I feel like, second example here, I've got to put my children at the center of the world. I would do anything for them. I will clean up after them. I will give them everything that they want and need and ask for, and then some. I think that they should have everything and want for nothing, even if it means I am sacrificing myself, even if it means I give and give and give, and at the end of the day, I have nothing. Yes, maybe I'm falling apart because of this, but don't my children deserve to have it all? Friend, it is so beautiful that you are showing up for your children in this way. At what cost to you? And also, I'm going to add on in this one, at what cost to your children? What is the modeling that's happening here? What are we role modeling when we say, I am willing to put someone else at the center of my world at my expense? I am willing to sacrifice myself in order to keep someone else at the center of my world. At what cost? Now, if you're not writing this down, you should be. I'm going to keep going. I've given you two examples. And what ends up happening when we put other people or relationships at the center of our world is our focus is on something that we cannot even control. Here is the next line that I want you to write down on this journey. Control what you can control. Can I control how you feel about me in this moment? I can't. I can't. I'm not even going to try, right? Can you control how somebody else feels about you when you're walking down the street in your finest, right, regale, however it is that you are dressed that particular day, right? Whatever energy you're putting out. Can you control how somebody else feels about you? You cannot. 
You could put, as a wise friend of mine said once, you could put the most happy-go-lucky, positive, uplifting post out there in the world for the world to see, post it publicly and think, oh, I'm just sending sunshine and joy. And I guarantee you, somebody else is going to say, wow, they're so oppressively happy. I wonder if they're toxically positive. (laughs) They may not receive it the way that it is intended. You cannot control how other people think, feel, or behave. So control what you can't control. And in this case, for this episode, it is you, my friend. We're going to be controlling your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors to the best degree possible. So next thing that you are going to write down, we are focusing on thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, okay? Think back to that image I gave you, right? The pond is rippling out. Saturn's rings have a very particular orbit around them. Whatever's happening in your life, the choices you make, the things you think, the way you feel, right? All of that has to do with what's at the center. So again, if you are keeping somebody else's thoughts, feelings, and behaviors at the center of your world, good luck deciding what needs to happen as this ripples out. You will always be Never first, just so we're clear, at least no more than second to know what is needed when you keep someone else at the center. You cannot be the primary because that person's thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are now the center. So you're always thinking about, oh, them, them. Oh, okay, they're not reacting this way that I want them to. Let me shift this now. Oh, they're not doing what I want them to do. Let me shift this now. What if, and call me crazy, folks, But what if we put you at the center? What if we said that your thoughts and feelings and behaviors, what? Oh, yes. Your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors get to ripple out from the center. Let's take that idea and let's run with it, okay? If you're going to try something new today, this is what we're running with. I want you to flip the script on the idea that someone else belongs or another idea, right, belongs at the center of your world. And I want you to imagine that you are there now. You're there at the center. And when you are aligned, your thoughts and feelings and behaviors, they all line up to support each other. The most aligned that you can be is when your thought and your feeling and behavior all support each other. Now, you could be mostly aligned in a good direction or mostly aligned in a not so healthy direction. But let's imagine that we're going for healthy. Here's my example for you. When you are mostly aligned, your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, again, they all match up. Here's my example for you. Are you ready? Here it is. Nina, I was thinking that I would love to get out and uh, work out, you know, most days of the week, I would love to be able to, I'm thinking, you know, this is going to be healthy for me. It's going to be good for me. Feeling on that, Nina, I'm feeling really solid about it. I feel confident about it. You know, I'm feeling a little uplifted about it. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. When I think about that behaviorally, you know, I have created a routine for myself. I've created a schedule for myself because I really want to make sure that, you know, I get through this, that I'm doing this and that I'm all lined up. Do you see how all three of those lean in and support each other? This is a most aligned that we could be, right? This is a mostly aligned individual. So then we move forward to our second example. Will you see, Nina, what happens if I'm not mostly aligned? What happens if that's not me? And I say, great, let me listen in or listen in here and I'll I'll share with you. Partially aligned is when two out of the three support each other. 
So let's say your thought is, you know what? I know, Nina, that I want to work out most days of the week. I think that that's a good thing. That's a healthy thing, right? I know that you know, in the past, it's been good for my body. Feeling wise, I'm feeling a little like, you know, I'm really busy. I'm feeling preoccupied, like a little worried that I'm not going to be able to get it in, you know, as much. And so, you know, behaviorally, I've, I've, you know, I started like on Monday and then I didn't really do it on Tuesday. And, you know, I'm not doing as much as I want to, but, you know, at least I'm doing it, right? This is a partially aligned individual, friends. We have two out of the three things that are really supporting each other. But as a whole, the individual still feels like "Mm, things are a little off. When we are not aligned, if you find yourself saying, I feel off, it's a pretty good indicator. You may not be aligned. You may be out of alignment. So if you could write down, what is my thought, my feeling, my behavior, are they supporting each other? That would be fantastic for you to explore this. But I only gave you mostly aligned and partially aligned. What happens when I'm misaligned, right? What happens when you are misaligned? All three do not add up. So I'm going to give you an example of what happens when we're misaligned, an example there. And it starts with the thought. The thought in this case for this example is going to be, you know, my doctor says that I should work out three to five times a week, Nina. My doctor says, is that even that person's thought, y'all? It's not. That person does not believe that it is. They know that their doctor believes it, but they're not thinking it as their own personal thought. So it's not their truth. So already we're out of alignment with the thought, okay? It's not them at the center. Then we move on to the next bit. So let's say it's feelings. Feelings in this case, I'm feeling, you know, a little obligated. If I'm honest, I feel a little obligated. Like I've got to do it because, you know, they want my blood pressure to go down. They want my mood to stabilize. But it's like, can you just like, can you just like give me something for that? Like, do I really have to like work out three to five times a week? Like, that just seems like a lot. Do we hear how labored this individual feels emotionally about this? It's a lot of feelings there, y'all, right? Okay. So then we keep going. Behaviorally, me and I downloaded an app. I downloaded like a Couch to 5K app, you know, and I I feel like that's where I'm at right now. To which I'm going to say, sounds like that is where you're at right now. How do you feel about that? And if you're not okay with that and you feel like, I feel like things are really off. It's time to realign and get yourself at the center to love yourself first, to love yourself enough to shift, right? To dare to make a shift so that things can be better for you in your life that can ripple out from your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there is so, uh, so many, so much, many good resources out there. When it comes to putting yourself at the center, I hope first off that you have written down in your journal thoughts, feelings, and behaviors when they all line up is the most aligned you can be. Two out of three, partially aligned. One out of three, misaligned, okay? Or if you get none out of three, misaligned. We need some realignment to happen so that you can say, I feel like things are pretty on point in my life, or I feel like this thing in my life is pretty on point because you know you've aligned with it, right? You know you can feel that sensation of alignment. Take your notes now because we're about to move on to some other resources and I'm going to give you an adventure challenge. Okay, let's take another breath in. Okay. 
There is a fantastic person. I had them on the podcast several episodes ago, Lee Hopkins. Now, Coach Lee Hopkins is a friendship coach. The reason why I bring up Lee Hopkins is this month of February, next week, they didn't ask me to talk about this, but I am going to share it because it's. I think it's really appropriate for this episode. They are doing a Love Yourself First conference, okay? It is from February 10th to the 12th. I want to go ahead and put that resource in the notes for you all to be able to lean into if you know that this is an area of exploration. When you think about loving yourself first, you're like, wow, I could go to an online conference for that. That sounds good. Great. I've got your resource in the show notes. For your adventure challenge here today on the podcast, get your journal out. Here we go. The first question that I want you to ask yourself is, do I feel like I am at the center of my world? Do my thoughts, feelings, and behaviors feel like they are mine primarily and like I'm just trying to figure them out? If the answer is yes, fantastic. We're going to move on to the next one. If the answer is no, we now know this is your adventure challenge. How do you continue to learn how to even identify putting yourself at the center? And what do you start with? Your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors. Well, let's say you said, yes, Nina, I do feel aligned. I do feel at the center of my world. Then we're going to move forward because I want to adventure challenge you to lean into your edge with other relationships. If your relationship with yourself is solid and you're ready to move on to the next step, What relationship in your life needs to be realigned? What relationship in your life could be redefined so that you are showing up in a more aligned way or so that they're able to show up in a more aligned way? This relationship could be, yes, in the month of February, it could be your romantic partner. This is true. It could be that partner and you say, I need to learn how to love them in a deeper, healthier, more meaningful and authentic way, okay? Not that showy Valentine's Day on TV stuff, although it's nice. And, you know, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying, are we being genuine and authentic here or is it a show? Because if it's a show, if it's a performance, how do we get you realigned to being able to show up to your most authentic self, okay? For you and for your partner. But let's say that's not the relationship. You may choose to redefine and get ready for it, folks, because I love this part. You may choose to redefine your relationship with your mother. This month of February, you can do that. Love is love is love. And you can do that. If you need to redefine your relationship with your father, You can do that. How about a sibling? Is there a relationship in your life that you would like to redefine and realign with a sibling? Maybe it's with a more distant family member, a cousin, an aunt, an uncle. Is it a friendship? Do we need to redefine our relationship with our boss? Do you see where I'm going with this, folks? I am trying to give you a litany of examples in which you can explore how to keep yourself at the center first. Love yourself enough to dare to do that. And then to trust that aligning your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors is going to shift some relationships in your life for the better. And that any of those relationships that you're now aware of wanting to intentionally keep the love for yourself can ripple out. And you can also say, I love myself enough and am okay enough to say, I am open to redefining our relationship so that I can love you better. 
and so that you can love me better. Gosh, the one I didn't recognize, I said, mother, what about your children? It is never too late to redefine your relationship with your children. I am going to offer something on this because a popular question that comes up when I do bring in redefining your relationship is, Nina, what happens if this person is no longer here on this earth? What happens if I no longer have the ability to contact this person? You are redefining your relationship to that person. A therapist, solid therapist, can walk you through that conversation and guide you along that journey. A solid coach may be able to help you find the words for you to be able to journal with them, to speak privately. If you're, if you're a person who prays to be able to do it that way, I like to just talk to the universe. However, it works for you to express how you are and maintain that you are willing to dare to be at the center and let your thoughts and feelings and behaviors ripple out in a way that benefits you primarily so that you can show up for other people more effectively, more genuinely, more authentically, because, oh my gosh, does it matter? The way you show up matters. So put in the work for yourself. You matter, you deserve it. And if you feel like you're solid, again, my adventure challenge is to you, which relationship in your life could use a little redefining, a little tune-up, a little realigning. Love yourself first this month. And when you're solid on that, learn how to love others more effectively and invite them to love you more effectively because, oh, does everybody deserve it, okay? Now, there's a lot that could be said here. Of course, we didn't go through all contexts and all facets, but let me know what has affected you from this episode. Put it in the comments below or hit me up on Instagram, wherever you're finding this, right? If this episode was particularly helpful for you as we talked about loving yourself, putting yourself at the center, right? Realigning what it takes to have your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors realigned. And of course, our adventure challenges. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with somebody else. Repost it and say what golden nugget you got from it that you're hoping other people will get too. And if that is the very least that you can do, the one more thing that I would say, if you're like, Nina, been there, done that, got you, The other way that you can support is by actually going on and giving us a five-star review specific to the episode you heard. I love a good five-star review. I do if that's how you're feeling about it, but share the knowledge by also saying, this is the episode that helped me make a shift, right? Spread the dialogue, y'all spread it. We want to transform hard conversations into teachable moments and loving yourself is a hard conversation sometimes being willing to love your family and friends, your siblings, your your bosses even, right? In a way that's more effective, that can be a hard conversation. But if we are willing, we can transform hard conversations into so many teachable moments. So thank you for listening and being willing to explore your triggers. For now, stay curious.